My Steel Commodity Podcast. I'm Adam Roussel. In today's episode, we take a look at the potential for an iron ore oversupply in the second half of this year. But first, a rundown of this week's news. Here to present is my co-host, Julia Jew. Julia, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Adam. Um, this week, China's iron ore and coke prices went further this past week, largely due to steel mills production costs, with the average blast furnace utilization rate falling by 1.9 percentage points to just 85% during this time. Imported iron ore usage also fell to a three-month low on July 6 as a result. Despite falling prices, average daily coke output fell by 2.7% this past week to hit a four-month low of just over 540. China's iron ore and coke prices fell further this past week, largely due to steel mill production costs, with the average blast furnace utilization rate falling by 1.9 percentage points to just over 85% during this time. Imported iron ore usage also fell to a three-month low on July 6 as a result. Despite falling prices, average daily coke output fell by 2.7% this past week to hit a four-month low of just over 554,000 tons. This is largely due to high coal prices that have squeezed, squeezed profit margins at the coking plants. The result of COVID-related disruptions at the Sino-Mongolian border. Uh, Poreside iron ore inventories rose by 0.2% to over 126 million tons this past week. The result of both rising arrivals and a lower demand. Inventories have now been rising for the past three consecutive weeks, much earlier than had been previously projected. Downstream demand continues to appear blooming with the outlook for all major steel products, expect to be poor this week. The construction sector continues, continues to be hindered by high temperatures and heavy rains, while demand from the manufacturing sector is being increasingly suppressed by a lightning global economy. Thank you, Adam. Thank you, Julia. Global iron ore shipments were down in the first half of this year, while pig iron output fell by some 5.3%. With shipments now expected to rise in the second half and demand expected to be suppressed by an ongoing economic downturn, the global iron ore market could see a significant oversupply moving forward. South Korea and Japan struggled with major regional supply chain disruptions in the first half due to COVID lockdowns in China and the ongoing war in Ukraine. Moreover, both countries are major auto exporters and their respective manufacturing sectors continue to struggle with an ongoing shortage of semiconductors. The worsening global economy is also affecting both their domestic demand and other steel-based exports at this time. These factors caused pig iron output in both countries to fall in the first five months of 2022, with that in Japan down 5.5% and that in South Korea down 7.5% on year. Moreover, the recent collapse of Chinese steel prices has significantly hindered steel exports from both countries. Though combined iron ore shipments to both were down by 12.5% in the first five months of 2022, their output is expected to fall significantly as of late. 
A recent MySteel survey found that mills in Japan have already begun cutting their output with Nippon Steel, the, largest, the country's largest producer, shelving plans to resume production on several blast furnaces in June. This is expected to continue to affect output from the country for at least the next two months. South Korea's POSCO and Hyundai Steel also struggled with supply chain disruptions due to trucker strikes in early June that forced both to shut down production lines. Though output has since improved, Korean steelmakers have indicated that they are willing to limit their production in the event of a downturn in demand moving forward. Steel mills in both Japan and South Korea tend to purchase their iron ore through long-term contracts, selling off their excesses when, when necessary. Due to their proximity, many of these resources are now being diverted to China. Nippon Steel has already sold several tenders to Chinese buyers between May and July, and both Japanese and Korean steelmakers are expected to offload more inventories in the months ahead due to further anticipated production cuts. The war in Ukraine has also resulted in an influx of iron ore from non-mainstream exporting countries to the European Union. Though global dispatches from, from non-mainstream exporters fell by 14% on year between January and May, those sent to the EU rose by 7.5%, uh, with the bulk of these coming from Canada, Sweden, and Mauritania. Moreover, the proportion of total shipments that these countries sent to EU markets rose by 5 percentage points to nearly 25% during this time. Uh, this rise in shipments largely offset those that would have come from Ukraine and Russia, which have practically come to a standstill as a result of the ongoing conflict. Though the EU was able to keep its iron ore imports consistent in the first five months of this year, its usage was down considerably, with pig iron output falling by 6.3% during this time. This was largely due to narrowing profit margins in the region, the result of high raw material costs. Reports indicate that some mills even resorted to selling steel at a break-even point during this period. A MySteel survey found that some EU steelmakers plan to cut their output this summer, citing factors uh, such as already high inventories and a worsening global economy. In this way, it is possible that the EU could be offloading some of their relatively high non-mainstream iron ore resources into the global market moving forward. As the global economy worsens, steelmakers around the world are taking efforts to reduce their output. China has made significant cuts in this regard, and we are now seeing similar situations emerge in major markets such as Japan, South Korea, and the EU. Though global iron ore prices have been high for at least the past two years amid a wave of expansionary monetary policies and global growth, the downturn in global markets coupled with rising supplies could signal a major iron ore price correction moving forward. That's all for this week's episode of, My Steel, of the MySteel Commodity Podcast. I'd like to thank my co-host, Julia Jew, for joining us today, and all of you for listening in. I've been your host, Adam Roussel, Senior Editor for Iron Ore Analytics. Take care, everyone.